0: Log Talk Radio. Frontier Beyond Fear. I'm Susan and danz and today is Saturday, September 2nd, 2023. And this show normally broadcasts at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern Time, but during football season, because I have to tell you that I went to the University of Colorado and um, I'm a football fan. And they did something incredible today, akin to miraculous. Um, it may start a little bit later on some of those days or at a different time on those Saturdays. So you will always find the um, the podcast in any number of syndication platforms and here on Block Talk Radio. FrontierBeyondFear.com has a link to... Um, The main archive, it's a little out of date right now because I am anticipating upgrading the site soon, so that'll change its format. So, as I was watching the game, although this has been with me, um, some of this comes out of last week's show as well, and other shows, I have been reflecting upon this notion of winning. And in the spiritual world, it's pretty common, depending on um, how you view spirituality, to release the notion of winning. And this past week, this concept has been coming up in different ways. Um, I watched a wonderful movie that is um, from about 1993. Um and it's called Searching for Bobby Fisher. It's about a young chess prodigy, and it's a true story that is based on a book that his father wrote and it really made you reflect in fact this particular um chess expert um quit chess at some point because the focusing only on winning distanced him from the true purity of the sport, of the experience, of what he called an art, not even a sport or a game. And in today's description of the show, I'm not intending to imply that we are in a game, although there are many um, theories that say that we may be in some kind of a simulation or a Spiritual game or some kind of a competition or even a non competitive game of some sort. I do believe here on earth we are in a growth exercise and that we are spiritual beings having a human experience. And to that spiritual place, we not only will return, but we can feel it more and more. This is inevitable from the aspect of the divine, from from the very essence of the divine, because it is omnipresent. It is omnipresent love, love beyond anything that you can possibly imagine. What I really wanted to talk about today is how it's really our first instinct because we've been trained so very well by the materialists in our world the strict materialists who do think that you know it's a debate or that um, they only see the material world actually they think they won they won the debate that it's a material world and that is that and the fact of the matter is that those of us who have researched and observed very objective evidence that there is so much more to this world than the strictly material, just statistically, virtually impossible things because it can't be totally impossible, but I mean just so incredibly improbable. We have to stop our instinct to just surrender the debate to them. It is like the blind leading the blind. When those who insist on a strictly material reality, who mock and diminish those in the spiritual community, they don't even want to study in a very methodical way what more there is. They are stuck, and we get stuck with them. I have to tell you, during this game today that I watched, and yes, I did go to the University of Colorado as my first, my undergraduate institution in Boulder, and I studied mathematics. I got a math degree there. And also computer science, because that was what one way you could approach it at that time was through math. And I studied many other things, including um, I took more than one course on, um, I took a series, at least two classes anyway, on comparative religions, for example. I have always had an interest in spirituality. But back then, it took some years for me to really start to see the evidence revealed, and some of that was experiential to open me up to the evidence. And those of us, and there are many um, who have seen what we have seen, who know what we know, that there is more to this world than just the strictly material we simply know, and I was just going to say, many of the players on that team today were very spiritual, including the coach, who was um, just um, ecstatic at the end. You know, it proved that the new coach Dion Sanders he he hadn't proven himself at this level, and he brought he rebuilt the team from scratch. And what did they do? They they won. They won and they were playing a team that was in the national championship last year. Although all these teams change year to year, they keep the team they played came in second. And I also found it interesting since they were playing Texas Christian University at least on the field before the game, you saw a lot more open spiritual expression from the Colorado team, not to not to say there's a competition there, but you could really feel their spirit, their faith, how they, they just had something there, that essence. This could become a discussion of different types of belief systems. I don't want it to become that discussion today. I know that this show goes out to the entire world. I have no idea how many listeners it has anymore. Um, It's really difficult to know. But I do know that some of you, however many of you there are, are scattered in a remarkable number of places. And your experience is different in every place. Spirituality is the answer for humanity. It is not Material advancement. Material advancement is bringing us to the very brink of destruction. Last week, I talked about watching this powerful movie, Testament. And I said, that movie, and I have felt this for a long time, until I had an important realization that Testament, which was made in the early 1980s, was the best movie. And I have really felt this and thought it last week even, made on what it would be like to experience a nuclear holocaust and these people in the movie they weren't right in it they knew people they had loved ones that were in it in a city nearby but they were just outside that zone and so it depicts how how slowly um, they die one by one now they're not all dead at the end but you know the the future is bleak and although there is some um, I'm without, I'm not really giving anything away. There, There is some expression of the human spirit within it. Something I realized rather shocked after saying this was one of my favorites or the best depiction, there was no spirituality in the film. None, not a bit. There was another film I saw um, a while back It was about a tornado. same thing. People were facing this horrible tornado, and there was you know judgment flying back and forth, um, stereotypes back and forth in different ways. But in terms of people turning to spirituality in the midst of that crisis, same with testament and it's been a while since i've seen. The Day After, which has not been my favorite of the nuclear Holocaust films. Um, So I don't remember, but I really don't recall it having anything about spirituality in it. Maybe it had a little. I do not know. But the sad thing about Testament is they only have one example of um, a priest basically abandoning his spirituality in the midst of the disaster. This was a materialistic depiction strictly and it was not even accurate because in real life a large percentage of us and more and more if we open our eyes to reality are spiritual people we have had a spiritual experience our way of navigating through this reality at our center is spiritual and yet here we have these depictions where they just write, write us off. They just write us right out of the film as if we do not exist. And look at how quickly I elevated that film. We do it all the time. This is what I call our pretending. We pretend Because we just assume that maybe someone we're talking to is not spiritual. And that's, after all, the accepted way of thinking about the world or of researching the world. Now, isn't it? And the problem is, when we do that, we are selling ourselves short. And we really are in a competition, in a way, in that respect, because we just let the other point of view win. We don't even have a discussion. They just win hands down, and we just pretend to go along. I won't pretend to go along. And if anyone has listened to this show, you know I don't pretend to go along with that kind of view. I know any number of people that I've, um, you know, friends, people I care about, different people in my life who are certainly very leaning towards the materialistic view, if not strictly so. I don't judge them. I care about them. I hope that they can come to an awareness of just how amazing this world is. This is an amazing way to see and to see clearly. It is not in competition with the material. It's really very important because we are at a pivotal time right now in our history, the very future can seem at stake. Now, I will say, when you are a spiritual person, you know that you can never lose. If humanity doesn't manage to advance in the way that would allow it to truly grow and develop, well, then we'll go back and do it somewhere else. I mean, It's just we're not going to last forever. No species does. But this is a growth experience. This is an exercise. And, you know, if it really was a competition, like watching this movie about these chess prodigies, there were all these different ways that people viewed the tournament. Some were very, you know, the parents, or in some cases it seemed like the child was away from the parent and just being domineered by some coach that was demanding and you know unfeeling and um but mostly you saw different parents and how they viewed whether their children succeeded or failed and how they responded to that and whether they even allowed their children to have a life i watched the spelling bee i was when i was young Um, I was um, in the spelling bee, not at that level, certainly, but I did make it to the state. I didn't make it to the state. I didn't make it past the written test at the state level. Um, But in any case, anyone who's watched that competition sees it at the very end. I mean, it's incredibly competitive, and and, um, you wonder how demanding or loving of an environment these children are in. And one can hope, and that was the message of this film, was how important it was to remain a compassionate human being, not some winning machine. Like that's all you care about is winning, 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 and nothing else in life. Just winning, 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 whatever that was that you were pursuing. What I saw with these Colorado Buffalo players today, oh, yes, they wanted to win. They've been really working hard. They've been working incredibly hard, and um, here they are on this bigger stage. The coach is certainly, although he's been on a different kind of big stage before, but on a coaching level, this is a bigger stage, and here taking on this totally losing program yet in this beautiful place. In fact, at the beginning, there was an interview where he was saying something about, you know, they showed the view out the window and just how spectacular it is, and you never get tired of it. I can tell you that when you live in a beautiful place, and I will tell you all the beauty around you, whatever it is, when you start to notice it, when you really notice it, it will never get old. You will see it every day. You'll wake up and be inspired. Perhaps that has helped with this elevated spiritual feeling. Did they win the game because they were spiritual? Well, I'm sure that it helped, but they were also playing some other people who I'm sure have a spiritual life as well, given that was the nature of the school. So we can't say it was a competition in that way per se. Of course it helps. Of course it helps. It helps us to have more confidence, to have more faith. And even when you lose the game, you win. When you're spiritual, you can never lose. Even if that awful scenario in the movie Testament were to be true, although it would not be true in the way that they depicted it, there would be highly spiritual people who would never, ever give up until the very last day. And you would see that in evidence all around you. The reason why it's so important to find our spiritual centers in this time is when you don't have that, you search for it in some other way. There's a hole, there's a gaping hole, and so you deify something else. Maybe you deify your perception of science. I think science is very valuable when viewed in the proper light, when it's truly the exploration of our reality, when there is honest research, honest exploration, when there is listening to all the different voices. That's what science truly is. It's not something um, authoritarian. It's not just my way or the highway. That is a skewed view of science. And Far too often, that's how strict materialists choose to dictate to those of us who are spiritual. We are just written out in the entertainment industry so very often, although not always. Look at how popular Avatar was. Amazingly so. And look at how spiritual it was. And which group was actually more advanced? Which was more developed? The group of beings that had developed a spiritual way of being of being in contact with the earth, in fact, in the first avatar, you really feel that. I mean, in terms of so-called winning the the planet itself rises up against that which was devastating it, that which was dominating the people. It's important to be aware of the omnipresence of the divine because it changes your perception of who you are and how you view um, power struggles, for example, and how you can very easily see um, things that are skewed where there is a power trip going on, an ego trip going on that has nothing to do with leadership or this um, continual um, push to um, deceive, to spin, to make things look the way they're not um, or to make things look the way they want them to be for a certain outcome. But that isn't about truth. Spirituality cares about truth, so in that sense it um, it's not viewed well by anyone who would choose to obscure the truth or dominate other human beings or even treat them with cruelty. How we treat one another is vitally important. I don't have the book near me today. I've quoted from it before. Um, Immaculate Eliphebesa talks about the conflict in Rwanda. I mean, this was just an inc- a, a, a place that was torn apart, and some really awful things happened because of that. And she barely survived, although there was a spiritual journey that she went through, and she found her spirituality in this horrible situation. But ultimately, there came a time when they needed to make peace with one another to go forward, and she chose the path of forgiveness. I've been hearing this from different quadrants now. What is a society that can survive? What is a dysfunctional society? It has everything to do, if you have a divided place, how you treat. Um, the amount of forgiveness that you show is really important or the entire society will collapse. And this is proven within um, uh, many different examples. So when there is cruelty or lack of um, pursuing full and honest facts, finding nuanced facts, and just demonization of this side versus that side. And it can happen in both different, you know, in multiple ways when that's going on, where you're always projecting this, this um, horrible, horrible other without seeing, you know, that these are human beings and that, you know, some may be confused. In fact, but a lot of people are confused in our world right now. How? you treat one another matters if you're to go on in a productive way. And I'm sure there are those who are looking upon my country here, the United States, with grave concern. And I know some of you do live in other places where perhaps you've seen this kind of dysfunctional behavior. There is this tendency to gloat, to seek vengeance, to... To, um, you know, only present one side of anything. And that's not the way. That's not about truth. I can only hope that we will find our way forward into a place of more truth and clarity. Spirituality will help us. But even if you're stuck in the material world, one would hope you would be interested in truth and not in somebody pulling the wool over your eyes. This is how we build a bridge. This is how we learn to care about one another, not only in one culture, but in the entire world. And yes, let's talk about how there are multiple cultures within a society and how we can value our cultural traditions. We have a long way to go. We need to stop. Pretending. I was pretending last week without even knowing it. I said that this movie, Testament, was the best movie ever made on a nuclear holocaust. No, it wasn't. I don't know that that movie has been made. Because Testament wrote right out of the story any character, I mean any character, that was spiritual. And they just assumed that anyone that was and there was really just one you know maybe they showed a few, but they didn 't really explore that um, that they would just you know turn away from it in such a bleak circumstance well i 'm sorry to say it would be different, not to mention pursuing spirituality gives you access to greater things, greater things that than are available in the strictly material. In a way that we can grow so that we don't need to face this. This notion of endless war, which is often driven by greed and often driven by lies, it's not helping us. It's all spin. This or that. Sooner or later, you have to come to peace. If you don't come to peace in our current world, short of a spiritual solution, we will face the end of our society and some may survive and hopefully they will find their spirituality going on. There are many narratives that people choose to deify that doesn't make them true, but they can become like a religion to those people. And you cannot see, you know, there's a big difference between fundamentalism and spirituality where you're not willing to consider Um, looking at actual truth. That's more cult-like behavior, in fact. I wouldn't even really call it a religion. A cult is all about deception and wanting a particular outcome. Many authoritarian societies in history were essentially cults, and they didn't like having spiritual people around because spiritual people elevated something higher And, you know, truly, if you believe in the omnipresent divine and the concept of namaste, you realize that we are all a part of the omnipresent divine. yes, those who have different views as well, even very oppressive views. We cannot repeat the same mistakes all over again where lies are elevated and thrust upon the people. We really can't. We don't have that luxury in this world now. Do we really want to grow? Do we really want to see what our potential is as a planet, the potential of humanity here in this place, in this time, which is a brief place? It's just a moment in all of eternity. And when you think of time not even being really linear, it's bigger than we can even begin to comprehend. But what we can do is value ourselves, love ourselves enough, love one another enough to seek truth to listen. This is the end of the live show. I won't go over today since we're running late to begin. Next week, it's very likely, it's very likely I will start this show once again um, at 2 p.m. Pacific instead of 1 p.m. Pacific, but you'll find it if you look. I thank you for being here. I thank Blog Talk Radio for giving this show the top slot on live and upcoming and the top slot in live spirituality while it's been live. I appreciate that. And the top slot I see in all live episodes on right now. Thank you, Blog Talk Radio. We can value our accomplishments like that. That's really rather rare So um, I'm appreciative of that when it happens, and I will continue to share what I have to share, what is in my heart to share with you, whether you are listening now or far into the future. These words really are my legacy in this moment now, part of my legacy. I've done a lot of writing as well. And more will come. So this show is syndicated on iHeartRadio, Spotify, many other places. Thank you for being here. And I will close the show now. And thank you so much for being here today. I will be back next week, again, probably an hour later than the normal start time. So um, 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern Time. Take care, everyone.